0: Welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, beauty, style, and you. For those of you who watch my videos on social media, you know for February, I've been focusing on creating space in our wardrobes. Last week's video was titled, Creating Space Based on Quality. From that video and from other changes I've been making these last couple of years, this episode has birthed. Right here and right now, I'm pledging to buy better quality garments and accessories. There's so much to discuss about this and things that I did not touch on in my video. So let's dive in. I love to shop. <laughs> this is no secret. I love a shiny new object. It's proven that shopping gives you a temporary high because of the dopamine that you receive into your system. Unfortunately, this high is short-lived, and this is why we shop more, because we want the next high, and so on and so forth. And then what happens? We find ourselves with too much stuff, and maybe in debt, because we didn't need to shop for all these things. I've tried the no shopping pledges, and they do not work for me. I probably can't get past a couple of weeks. But something that I'm certain I can do and will do this year is to shop for quality pieces. Now, what does this mean, quality? To me, on a very basic level, I want to buy pieces that are made using quality materials by people who are paid well for their work. I know this means I'll be paying more per piece but I'm finally okay with that. For far too long, I've purchased fast fashion for a variety of reasons. I need something quickly, I want to try a trend for less, or I simply want more pieces for my dollars. The fashion industry, sadly, is dirty. We have factories around the world that are polluting the environment, and many of these factories exploit our poor, who are not being paid enough to provide for their families. Even worse, child labor is not uncommon. How can I ever buy a $12 t-shirt proclaiming what a good deal it was when I know deep down that that t-shirt represents a very bad deal for a fellow human being? I can't and I won't And I'm making that promise to you who are listening and to myself. As I shared in my video last week, I've been reading the book Fashionopolis by Dana Thomas. This book pushed me over the edge to make my quality pledge. Ms. Thomas is a fantastic journalist who traveled the globe to recount the abuses within the industry and to also share some of the wonderful designers and companies who are turning things around. Today, the clothing industry churns out 80 billion garments a year and employs every sixth person on earth. With 7.8 billion people on this planet, most of whom don't have the luxury of walking into a store and buying clothing, much less having immediate access to a store to fashion. Why are we making 80 billion garments? (sighs) Gosh, it's monstrous and it has to stop. I can't solve the huge problem of too many garments or too much fast fashion, but I can do what I can. I remember in the 80s when I started buying clothing with my own money, how much more garments cost then than they do today. And I've asked myself in recent years, how could it be that clothing prices have fallen while the price of everything else has risen? You could always say automation accounts for some of it, true. But all along I knew the larger piece of the puzzle is the person who made that, quote, good deal garment is not making a living wage. That's shameful and I can't support it. Shoppers snap up five times more clothing today than they did in 1980. About 68 garments per year. Did you buy 68 pieces of new clothing last year? That sounds like a lot of pieces to me, which can only mean that some of us are buying much more than others. Up until the late 1970s, the U.S. produced 70% of the apparel, Americans purchased. By 91, it had fallen to 56.2% and by 2012 it had plummeted down to 2.5%. Between 1990 and 2012, the U.S. garment industry lost 1.2 million jobs. Fashion companies here and around the world realized that they could get the garment made for less by going overseas to Latin America Asia and other countries who pay their garment workers much less and sadly many of whom work very long hours in dangerous and difficult conditions. I could go on and on with this data. I guess I'm telling you all of this to underscore my point. We can't keep up this pace. We can't abuse our fellow human beings so we can keep buying cheap clothing It's time to bring an awareness to our buying habits and to put our dollars into things that we want to survive. Everything you buy and every place you spend money, you are saying with your dollars, I want this to survive. Money talks. These fashion powerhouses can't survive if we don't shop there. Period. Demand better, get better. We have a long road, but there are companies who are reshoring fashion jobs back to the US. They are using sustainable practices and paying their employees well plus benefits. I'm slowly learning who they are. I'm happy to learn that Billy Reid is one of them. I've loved Billy Reid clothing since I discovered them perhaps a decade or so ago. And there's a new one that I've learned about recently from a blog. It's from uh, Minneapolis. They produce their own collection. The shop is called Meal, M-I-L-L-E, and you can find them online at shopmeal.com. I've purchased a few items so far, and these pieces do cost more than I'm used to spending on a per-garment basis, but they're made in small batches for women by women. I can get behind that. I want to spend in a way... That says, I support artisans, designers, quality materials, and sustainable practices. If we want the fashion industry to turn out fewer garments, we've got to purchase fewer and better. I've preached for years about doing more with less. It's time I practice what I preach. We don't need more clothing. A new outfit is not solving any problems. But you have to be careful if you're frugal like I am. There are great deals, quote great deals, everywhere you turn, especially on your social media feed. Believe me, you don't need a $15 sweater, a $20 pair of jeans, or a $30 dress. All of that is part of the problem with fashion. I want to be part of the solution Abandoning the practice of buying on a whim for a, quote, great price from your social media feed is a wonderful place to start if you'd like to make your own better quality pledge. All change is hard. It involves discipline and sacrifice, but I'm in. I became an image consultant to help others. Now it's time I extend that help to those who are far away. I'll never know their name and they'll never know mine, but I want to do my part to stop the cycle of fast fashion. I did a survey of my wardrobe just today, actually, and it's not all the way there. I still have far too many fast fashion pieces in my wardrobe. I've removed quite a few recently, but there are more to go. I'll let you know how I'm doing and I'll be sharing on Instagram this year what I'm buying from quality brands and retailers, and I may include photos of pieces I'm letting go in the process. I hope you'll make a better quality pledge of your own. Anything helps. We don't need more. We need better. Thank you for listening. There are many podcasts vying for your ear, so I appreciate you listening to mine. Be sure to subscribe and please leave a review so others can find me. Lastly, tell a friend by sharing this episode with them. My website is bethanysiggins.com. Drop me a note there or DM me on social media. You can find all my social media links on my website. Thank you again for listening and I'll speak to you again next month.